What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for being with us today. This is the Deviants Welcome Podcast, brought to you by Volatile Patience. I'm John, and with me, as always, my co-host, Cell. Say hi to the people, Cell. Hi, the people. Fantastic. So today, we're discussing a certain evacuation. Have you heard about this? I thought we were talking about pulling out. (sighs) (laughs) We're going to talk about the evacuation of the U.S. personnel from Afghanistan, or at least the attempted evacuation. Some people left. Uh, Lots of people are still there. Lots of people are going, what the fuck? My ride left. Um, Oh, shit. I didn't even know about that. Oh, dude. I haven't been following the current shit. You haven't been following the current shit? Nope. So let me catch you up. Yeah, get me caught up. Our our president. I remember the last <laughs> time you said our president that way, it was in reference to Trump. So glad to see things have changed. <laughs> what was that? Nothing will be fundamentally different, <laughs> yeah. if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is yeah, yeah. pretty fucking accurate. So he ordered an, Af- or, uh, uh, an evacuation from Afghanistan, right? We, okay. we heard that we weren't going to get a Saigon-like event. Right. Where he, did we hear that? Huh? Where did we hear that? Oh, the teleprompter said that. Oh, okay. Um, his teleprompter okay. said that. Gotcha. Um, everything was supposed <laughs> to be organized. Everything was supposed to be fine. We weren't going to have any issues. The Afghan government was going to have a fighting chance at, at staying, you know, in power and, and everything. And uh, wait, and wait, wait, wait. Give me a <laughs> what? What date did he say that? <laughs> uh, Do you got a date on that? Here we go. I'm sorry. July 8th. July 8th. July still, 8th. So a little over a month ago. So still a month ago. Several weeks ago. Yeah. So, so got, wait, wait. So you're telling me. You're telling me. Hang on. I just want to pause on this and just for a second, like, sit with the idea that people actually sat around for several weeks thinking that that was going to be the case. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's right. So, saying speed is safety was uh, one of his things. Um, Unity is strength. Yeah. Biden like acknowledges... 1984 shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, during that whole speech, Biden assured Taliban takeover of Afghanistan is not inevitable. I don't know what conflict he was looking at. <laughs> um, but, yeah, not inevitable. When asked if he sees parallels between withdrawal from Afghanistan or with uh, from Vietnam to Afghanistan, he says no, not at all. He, he <laughs> says the uh, the Taliban is not the the South the North Vietnamese Army. They're not remotely comparable. I mean, in terms of capability, there's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of an embassy of the United States from Afghanistan. It's not at all comparable. There will be no circumstance where you see people airlifted uh-huh. from a roof of the embassy of the United States in Afghanistan. Yep. Okay. Guess what happened? I, I'm I'm gonna guess that like just a a, a, a few weeks later, there's that, people being airlifted that from the roof. Exact <laughs> fucking thing. The one thing you specifically said was not going to happen. It was like. 
the Taliban watched his speech and were like, yo, we got to let's this just one. make this motherfucker just blatantly alive. Let's let's make this one definitely like, happen. It's like they did it on purpose. Sure. But no joke. People being airlifted off the embassy. I believe the Taliban has captured like, I don't know, 75 percent of Afga- Afghanistan to this point. It's been like a week or two. I mean, we're that, so so basically they're back at the position that they were in. When we showed up. Pretty much. Okay. Yep. It reverted <laughs> in days. Cool. Okay. Days. Dude, we spent, what, 20 years there supposedly training and, and arming and working with Afghani military. We've been there working with the Afghan military, building them up, arming them, right? And apparently, a lot of them dropped the weapons that we gave them and just left. Some of them took like the helicopters that we donated, some of their pilots were using them to fucking escape. <laughs> They're out this bitch. The president of Afghanistan, right, rightfully so, because he would have been brutally murdered, I'm sure. Um, And probably. he probably would have been brutally publicly murdered, if I had to guess, sure. based on what I'm hearing. Um, um, That's speculation. I'll edit it. I mean, no, no, anyway. no, no, no. That's, that's a, that is a safe speculation. The president <laughs> of Afghanistan ducked immediately. He gone. Okay. <laughs> he gone there is no down with the ship not he gone (laughs) right um but it took it took days uh apparently there have been people asking about the evacuation plans for the you know thousands of people that are not only u.s citizens right but the afghan citizens that have been allied with the u.s for the 20 years that they've been there sure right these people are supposed to get specialized visas and supposed to be allowed in the U.S. Okay, right? Because rightfully so. Because sure. now that the Taliban is is in power, yeah. guess what they're doing? They're trade. I mean, they're, they're 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 going to legitimately be labeled as traitors. They're making lists. They're they're <laughs> yeah. apparent reports are that they're currently going door to door, and I mean, and mass killing people that help the U.S. I mean, as expected, right? That's what you would expect, right? Yes. Anybody who's an intelligent, ocu- an, an an enemy occupying force. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your moral judgments are it, about the Taliban, right? An enemy occupying force comes into your country and holds it for twenty years, and you get it back. And there's people in your country that helped them. I'm killing the allies too. If it were me, <laughs> right? If I'm a smart person trying to organize something like this, that's my first move. I mean, right? it's it's just the thing that you got to do for political stability, and it's not even a is it a good thing, a moral thing, a right thing, or whatever. It is a tactical. It thing. is a tactical <laughs> thing. It is the thing you do for political stability wherever you're going to to do that. If we if we were occupied in the United States and people here were helping the enemy occupants, you best believe. Our country would be screaming for those people to be rounded up door to door. Absolutely. And we'd be killed ourselves. or Fuck thrown yeah. into, you know, a concentration camp or whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, my God. The militias. Right. Like <laughs> the the Taliban, whatever your opinion of them is, as far as their policies otherwise, are completely no different from anybody else in this particular context. When asked about the list. That they didn't keep of all the people they were supposed to evacuate. What happened to the list? What do you mean they didn't keep it? <coughs> There's no list. They didn't make a list of people they were supposed to evacuate. Evacuate. Thought they said they made a list. No. When asked about the list. Oh, when asked about a list. They okay. said, "Oh, no such list exists." Oh, okay. Which means this whole time they've likely been telling 
Afghan citizens that have helped them. Yeah, we've got a list. You'll be fine. Right. We're going to take care of you. Everything's going to be fine. Now these people are fearing for their lives. Some of them are holed up in the one airport that we apparently still occupy so that we can evacuate our people. Sure. Right? Because uh, the Taliban is not attacking us. Effectively not attacking us. We'll get there. But that's where the people are clinging onto the planes that's it. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, riding on landing gear. And I, yeah, like I saw. That. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I saw a picture of yeah. this, uh, this building and right. It's just wall to wall people. It looks like there are thousands of people jammed into sure. one room. Like there is no room to lay down. You are standing. Sure. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just all the time. Yeah. And it's just people wall to wall because outside they're just waiting dead. for you. Right. Yeah. You betrayed them yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where we're at with that. Apparently, they didn't expect a fall of the Afghan government in less than six to 12 months. So there was plenty of time to handle the backlog of visas that didn't get processed and all these things. Yeah. Yeah. We expected six to 12 months. It fell for, in for like, days. For like a, like a whole ass country to get processed to come over here. They expected to be able to pull off that backlog in six to twelve months. Yeah, because they expected the Afghan government to not fall for well, six to twelve no, 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 months. No, no, they no, expected no, to no, have no. the time to process I'm just that talking so everybody about would be safe. Our immigration shit here. Yeah. Thinking that they're going to process a whole ass country. I mean, how many people are at the border that that we have locked in? What's the phrase that we're using now for the for the kids in cages? The, I'm not even the, sure. The democratic version of I the kids the, in cages. Right. Um whatever you know, the Democrats are calling it now. Whatever, yeah. Immigrant resorts, I don't know. Yeah. Fucking kids in cages. Kids in cages. Um, Those people are not a whole-ass country. Nope. And we haven't been able to process them in six to 12 months. They have found a way to cut the processing time in half so that the average special visa, which usually takes around 24 months to go, Uh uh, goes in nine to 12 months. But the deadline— So where did they even get six months out of that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The evacuation <laughs> deadline for all of these people is reportedly August 31st. That's not a lot of time. That's not a lot of time. Um, But our president is on vacation. That, oh, wow. He went on vacation, came back to make a speech once the shit hit the fan. And then went back and on vacation. And then went back on vacation. Cool. So you know what? All of you that wanted to bitch about Trump golfing, and believe me, I was one of them. Right. That asshole golfing while people died in this country was abhorrent. Yeah. And I love golf. (laughs) (laughs) Love golf. Right. As someone who would totally understand that. No, those are circumstances where I would not be golfing. I'd be doing my fucking job. Any of you who got on Trump for golfing. Guess what? Your president's doing the same goddamn thing. And I'm pissed because I voted for this asshole. I voted for him because I thought he was the lesser of the two evils. And he's doing the exact same thing. But yeah, this is this is what we expected. And uh, the prompter says that, um, well, Trump didn't have a plan for this in motion. So okay. they had to start from scratch at the beginning of his administration. Okay. Now, how our current uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, for people who can't see, I'm raising my hand like I'm in school, like he's in school. Um, when yes, Mr. Sell. When far more competent presidents than the last, than the current and the last one that we had were like planning how to do things in Afghanistan for twenty years and totally fucked that up. How did they think that they were going to plan something in what are we looking at now? Seven, eight months and not fuck it up? I'm just curious. 
<laughs> at this in point, terms of in terms of scale on this one. At this point, I'm almost entirely convinced that they just don't care whether they execute shit properly or not. Ding, ding, because ding. they know there's nothing can be done. Ding, ding, ding. Because we are too busy fighting each other over racism and, and masks, masks <laughs> right? And vaccinations. Sure. We're not paying attention to this dumb shit. Right. Some people are. And and, and and they get mad about it on social media for like 10 minutes. And, well, then, yep. and then that's the end of it. Now, see, and I'm hearing a lot. Because, of course, you know, Biden's dumbass happens to be a Democratic president. Mm -hmm. So, of course, because I voted for him, I'm labeled as a Democrat because there's only two. Because that's how that works. That's all that works. I need to be funneled, herded like a sheep. I'm hearing a lot from the right now, of course, right? Because this is a a Democratic blunder. Yeah. This is the worst thing. Yeah. This is is their win. Guess what happened? Gotcha. Kind of a gotcha. Yeah. You know what the problem with that is? There's a paper trail. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Guess who brokered this deal? I mean, uh, first of all, first of all, first of all, I did not research this. I figured I'd just throw this at you because you're a lot more adept at just, you know, uh, off rip history facts and laws and things like that in this country. Sure. But you know how they always say, like you always hear it in the movies. I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do. The United States does not negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> now, is that a real thing, or did they just say that in the movies? Because I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that that's a real thing. What, a refusal to negotiate with a, terrorists? A, a, yeah, a perceived refusal to negotiate with terrorists. I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong, but that, that is a real thing, right? I mean, it is It is something that has, that has been uh, uh, thrown about, bandied about for decades. Okay, so, so, it, so it, is it is something, something that has been tossed around. It's it, it, at it's, least a loose ideal. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, guess what? Yeah. We negotiated with terrorists. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Trump, as a matter of fact, cool. negotiated with terrorists. I saw the four-page agreement. I read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the best part, right? And they know it, too. The, the Republicans that are bitching about Trump. Sure. Right before they did that, the RNC website took down the celebratory thing that they had because this happened back in this happened back in february of 2020 okay uh we negotiated with the terrorists cool we negotiated with the taliban sure and it was supposed to be the the republicans put it up on their website the rnc website oh trump you know, brokers peace agreement with the Taliban and ends the war in Afghanistan. Man, they took that shit down so fast. It's gone now. Now you get a 404 <laughs> error. Because because the deal was brokering peace means that we're going to just hand it back to them and then get the fuck out? Kind of. Okay. So, so, so get, Trump surrenders to the Taliban. Well, the idea, <laughs> the, the point is those republicans that are currently ripping biden apart and sure. rightfully so uh, rightfully so they're also forgetting that their side had a part in this too sure and i think you the listener will notice an overwhelming arc that's starting to form and it's not going to get any better so the agreement <coughs> that trump negotiated with the taliban that we would be leaving on may 1st of 2021 oops missed that one yeah uh, the Afghan government was not part of this negotiation between the U.S. and the Taliban. Like the one that we made. That's right. Okay. 
not part. Nope. Cool. This is just between the U.S. and the Taliban. Cool. Okay. So. Perfectly normal. Right. We negotiated that Afghanistan, that wasn't a party in this agreement, we negotiated, the U.S. negotiated that Afghanistan yeah. would release 5,000 prisoners as part of this agreement with the Taliban. Oh, okay. 5,000. The Afghan president did not want this, but we pressured mm. him into it. So, anyway, the conditions were that the Taliban were to conduct a ceasefire with Afghanistan and begin peace talks. Okay. Right? These were delayed for months, as you can imagine. Sure. Um, the other one is that, you know, no Afghan soil would be used to mount any sort of attack on the U.S. Okay. Um, and that there would be, you know, there'd be absolute. That's why I mentioned that uh, the Taliban is not currently attacking any U.S. personnel yeah, yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Because they've been told vehemently, if you attack any of our people, we're going to blow you up. Right. The agreement is that they're supposed to cease fire and decrease violence against the Afghan government. Okay. The whole time that we've had this agreement since February of 2020, yeah. there have been periodic attacks. Well, sure. Right? They're supposed to uh, the Taliban is also supposed to supposed to aid in the suppression of terrorist groups such as Al-Qaeda. The Defense Department under Trump and under Biden, I believe as well, had made reports numerous times that the Taliban and Al-Qaeda officials were merging, talking, conversing, okay. being buddy-buddy. Right. You know, going to talk cocktail parties, whatever. So basically, the Taliban go or the Taliban the entire time. Nothing will fundamentally change. Right. Uh -huh. Well, during Trump's administration, he brokered this deal. Mm -hmm. Tough businessman Trump brokered right. this deal, right? And the whole time, the Taliban is spitting in the face of every part of that deal except attacking U.S. personnel. They're doing whatever they want. Sure. They're lighting Afghanistan up. Sure. In the meantime. Right. And we still kept to the deal. We still pressured for the release of those prisoners. Guess where they went when they got out of jail? Uh, um, <laughs> Kabul? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Jalalabad? So, uh... I'm assuming that, that the, the territory that the Taliban has taken is basically the exact same territory that it occupied prior to us showing up. And the only a territory that isn't occupied by them at this stage is whatever was covered by the Northern Alliance. Yeah, I think they have just like the upper mm -hmm. tip of Af Afghanistan left. Okay. To take, and yeah. okay, like I'm sure it's not going to take long. Yep. Well, they took most of the country in weeks or in a week. <sighs> a week. I'll not go into like military tactic speculation on that front. <laughs> okay. I will not do that one. Now, but. I wanted to go on record as saying I personally – and feel free to tell me why you think this is wrong if you disagree. I don't think we needed to be in Afghanistan at all. I feel like this was completely unnecessary, completely costly. Like well, we should have definitely been spending our money elsewhere, our massive, massive budget elsewhere. I, I, I will – I will abstain from giving you my opinion on it in this exact moment. And once we get to my portion, I think you'll see where we're going on this one. <laughs> Foreshadow. Foreshadow. Anyway, I don't 
feel like being in Afghanistan is something we needed to continue to do. However, the poor planning, the poor execution, this is... It's sad that this is both incredibly embarrassing and something I totally expected to happen. Well, okay, to be fair, to be fair to all parties involved, there is absolutely zero way that this was going to not be a shit show. I would think maybe making a a coordinated list of the people you need to evacuate would have been a great start. Well, like even even I don't know, just I'm I'm terrible with organization. Terrible. If you guys could see my computer, it's my desktop is littered with just shit that's unorganized. And that's just my desktop on my computer. I live disorganized. But if I were to do something like, I don't know, coordinate an evacuation. Probably the first thing I would think to do is make a list of people that needed to come out. When we would pack up for a show, (laughs) we would make a list of all the equipment because I had a knack for forgetting my symbols. But (laughs) after that, I made a list and the symbols were on it. So I didn't forget the symbols, right? So I would make a list. Sure. That might help it not be a shit show. Yeah, yeah. At least if it's a shit show. You got the people out you know needed to get out. The people that have helped you for 20 fucking years. Or or at the very least, you had a list that indicated that you were going to kind of maybe sort of even like make motions towards making some effort. Right. Instead of not even having a list. entirely overlook them. (laughs) Cool. Cool. So, you know, and, and this is just the last couple years. Sure. Sure. We've been in Afghanistan for 20, for 20. plus, At depending plus. on how you're counting. Right. <laughs> we have been in Afghanistan for a long, long time, far longer than the shit that I've discussed over the last two years. So why were we there in the first place? Well, we were there because we had to go after Osama bin Laden. That's right. I remember 2001. That was uh. That was twenty years ago. That was twenty years ago. <laughs> that that time frame might be related, John. <laughs> um, one of the things uh, that uh, I think I should mention before we go into that is um, during this whole twenty-year period from the shrub to Obama to Trump to Biden. Well, I guess not to Biden, but in. 2019, the Washington Post broke a story that of, of, of a series of documents called the the Afghan the Afghan Papers or the Afghanistan Papers, which were basically like going into um, what the original project was was to like when we're doing this whole like nation building thing was to take the things that we learned from the nation building thing so that if we do more nation building, then we have a good list of things that work and then we can take those into the next project of nation building, which is really weird. Um, but but what, what those papers ended up revealing was that it was a total unmitigated disaster that we had been lied to and had been covered up the entire time. The entire time. Trump was lying and covering up shit. Obama was lying and covering up shit. And Bush was lying and covering up shit. And the people in Congress at the time 
for each of those administrations were lying and covering up shit. <coughs> so just wanted to pop, put that out there. I wish I could say I was surprised. <laughs> right. Okay. So why were we there? Well, I want to do this a little bit memento style, right? Like take us backward bit by bit, right? So bit by bit in, t- in terms of the, o- the Osama bin Laden and Taliban saga, right? Memento style. In June 2011, terrorism charges against Osama bin Laden were dropped. Why? I don't know. I don't Wait, know. I didn't. Killed him. I didn't. I, 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 I thought it was weird. I what thought did, it was weird. What so did I, we kill him for? I, that? I, I, Wait, when did, when did we kill him? Uh, we killed him in May of 2011. And when did those charges um, get dropped? June of 2011. So we, we dropped charges of terrorism against him. We killed him. And then we, and then we dropped the charges we killed yes. him for. Yes. Why? I don't know. That's weird, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> That's really fucking weird. Um, what I will not be doing throughout the course of this is in any way, shape, or form trying to present documents that talk about Osama bin Laden as a CIA asset. I'm going with official story stuff here. Uh, so in May of 2011, Osama bin Laden was killed in Pakistan. Um, and then in June, absolved of guilt. And then in June, yes, of 2011. Well, not absolved of guilt. Terrorism charges against him were dropped. What are the charges were they? Uh, terrorism. <laughs> terrorism was dropped. Ter- so what was left? <laughs> it was weird, right? <laughs> That's weird. It's, it's very weird, and I thought that, hey, maybe I should just toss that in there. All right. Uh, June 2003. So we're doing a big jump, right, through the through the course of that 20-year period we've occupied. Hold on. Yes. You just you went from 2020 to 2011. To what two, were we doing in Afghanistan that whole time? Losing. Oh, <laughs> losing. That's why, what we were doing. Were we were we losing. Still, why? That's that's what the that's what the Afghanistan papers say that we were doing. We were losing in Afghanistan that whole time. We were we were failing to build up the country mostly because what was happening was companies from the US were coming to Afghanistan to uh, help rebuild, and they were basically just, like, taking that money and doing not really a whole lot and then fucking off back to the U.S. So that's, so that's why we were losing that whole time, is that oh, we were, we using, were, we were using private contractors yeah. to do the thing, and there was nothing holding the private contractors accountable. It's almost like we weren't trying to actually accomplish that goal. Yeah, maybe. But another I mean, one. Whatever. But that's, um, that is purely speculation. Sure. Uh, so anyway, back to June of 2003. That was when, when, when Bush did the whole mission accomplished <coughs> speech. And we won in Afghanistan. But Bin Laden wasn't dead. Bin Laden wasn't dead, but we mi- com- mission accomplished. Taliban's been ousted. But, but they won. Well, okay. Well, so, okay. So, so, so. Jumping back a little bit further, as far as the mission accomplished speech, uh, so that was June 2003. Uh, in January 2002, uh, the the leader in Pakistan was claiming that Osama bin Laden is dead. Um, in 
December on December 27th of 2001, so like four or five days earlier, uh, the Afghan officials, I'm assuming that's U.S. people on the ground because like the Taliban had been ousted and the Karzai government hadn't been made yet. So I guess the Afghan officials were basically us. Says Osama bin Laden is in Pakistan. December 25th, 2001, so two days before that, uh, the newspaper The Pakistan Observer claimed that Osama bin Laden is dead. Backing up just a couple couple days, like a week earlier, in December 17th of 2001, that was when the Taliban was ousted from power in Afghanistan. Um, that was after, what, three, three, four months, whatever, October 7th, Operation Enduring Freedom was declared. 2001. That was that was the operation of the United States. Freedom. That was enduring freedom. That was the Um, operation of the U.S. U.S. officially putting boots on the ground. (laughs) Just in Afghanistan. Just you know what the the definition of endure is. Oh my god. Does it mean does it mean stuff. does it mean degrades slowly over the course of 20 years and then completely collapses? Nope. Okay. <laughs> no, it's uh, to hold out against, to sustain without impairment or uh, or yielding or undergo, to bear without resistance or with patience and to tolerate so Operation Tolerate Freedom. <laughs> tolerating. I'm sorry. Tolerating Operation freedom. Tolerating Freedom. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it... <laughs> All right. So October 7th, 2001, that's when we start putting military boots on the ground for Operation Enduring Freedom. <laughs> Backing up a, a step. September 26th, 2001, is when seven or eight CIA operatives were airdropped into Afghanistan, (coughs) supposedly to make way for contact with the Northern Alliance and to, uh, you know, start setting up the the communications between the Northern Alliance and uh, the U.S. military when they show up in October. Seven or eight, five of them with their actual duties were listed in the article that I that I found this in. Uh, five of them with, were named with duties. Um, the other three or two, don't know. They were absolutely not helping Osama bin Laden get out of the country. We're sure of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> Backing up from September 26th, we have September 11th. That wasn't in Afghanistan. That was here. That was here. But, but that was the reason why we were putting CIA operatives and soldiers into that country for 20 years. Um, That's right. This is, this is the reason for everything. That was the reason for all of it. The whole this, war every, on terror. Everything we have endured. The whole 20 years we've been bullshitting in Afghanistan. Was because Twin Towers. Was because Pentagon. Right. Right? Because right. September 11th. Right. So you're done. Right? You're done. Your oh, no, timeline no, no. is... Wait. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, no. Wait. No, 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 no. There's more interesting shit. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. You're telling me 
that it didn't start 20 years ago? Well, I mean, Osama bin Laden was alive before that, right? But. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My whole mind is. Oh, wait. Okay. All right. So. Um, so prior to September 11th in 1996. Uh, 96? 1996. Uh, Sudan kicks Osama bin Laden out of their country. And the Taliban becomes the dominant power in Afghanistan, where they basically have three quarters of the country under control. All right. Um, in 1994... Wow. The, uh, the, the Taliban is founded in Pakistan um, and basically developed and funded by the Pakita Pakistani Security Service, uh, ISI. Uh, they basically launched the Taliban. Um, that, was their, that was their pet project. Um, there's For reason, what? I mean, they, they, like, they like the Taliban. They, 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 liked the, they liked the kind of things the Taliban was talking about. We'll keep going through the timeline backwards and things will make a little bit more sense. We're doing this memento so. style, right? Right. So like the reveal comes and you're, you're not sure why it's happening. And then all of a sudden we, you, it makes sense. Right. Um, I hope so. Okay. Um, in 1992, you get the fall of the last remnants of the communist government that was in charge in Afghanistan at the time, um, which starts the interfighting, which which ends the Afghan-Soviet War and starts the Afghan Civil War. So that is when the Mujahideen and the and the other well, all basically all of the Mujahideen factions that were fighting against the Soviets start fighting with each other. And the reason that the Taliban was founded was because the Pakistani ISI and the United States were funding all of those Mujahideen and the ones that were like the, the favorite pick for the Mujahideen groups was getting their asses kicked. So Pakistan decided to pick a winner and made the Taliban and then the Taliban became the winner. So the U S was funding the brave Mujahideen soldiers in Afghanistan that evolved into the Taliban. Uh, some of them did. Yes. Well, there weren't any more left, right? After there, were, the Taliban. There, there were a bunch of different Mujahideen factions. And, and the Northern Where? Alliance was itself one of those Mujahideen factions. Okay, so is. Right? Is. Yeah, is. Okay. All right. Um, in 1991, Saudi Arabia expels Osama bin Laden from there because they're mad at him because he has been talking trash about Saudi Arabia because he's really not cool with the fact that Saudi Arabia let U.S. military people come in to the country that houses the two holiest sites in Islam, Mecca and Medina. So he's been talking trash about how the Saudis are a bunch of cucks to America. Wow. <laughs> so they kick him out in 1991. Um, in 1989 was when the Soviet Union withdrew from Afghanistan. In 1988, 
uh, Osama bin Laden formed Al Qaeda in 1979. The USSR initiates Operation Storm 333, which is the start of the Afghan Soviet Civil War. Now, the reason that this is happening is because the communist party that is in charge in Afghanistan at that time has a moderate and a radical faction and they're fighting with each other. And, um, one of the factions ends up getting assassinated. Like their leader ends up getting assassinated and by, by one of the other factions or whatever, and they take over, but then they stop being friendly with the Soviets. And so then the Soviets decide to come in and regulate. So basically like the Soviet union is going in to try and stabilize uh, the 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 government situation for an ally, or an allied government, more or less. Prior to that, that was in like I said, that was in uh, December of 1979. So like late December 1979, the USSR goes into Afghanistan. I believe it was the 27th of December, and then somehow still in 1979, after that, Osama bin Laden. Travels to as I'm assuming it has to be after, right? Because he's traveling to Afghanistan to fight the Soviets. That's what he's going there for the first time. The first time he's going to Afghanistan. Okay, in May 1979, U.S. officials are meeting with Pakistan to start uh, funding some of those Mujahideen groups um, to fight the Soviets who haven't actually started fighting yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They're 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 they are funding these mujahideen groups because what they are what they are definitely not wanting to do is draw the Soviets into a quagmire situation in Afghanistan and have them get stuck there for twenty years. They're absolutely not trying to do that. They're trying to do something else entirely, but somehow that's the outcome. I thought it was weird too that like they were starting to fund these mujahideen groups before the Soviets had actually gone in. Okay, this is where this is all going to make sense, is, right? Because none of this makes sense <laughs> to this, me. I'm well, not, I'm not is, following this you is, at all. This is where the massive irony is going to kick in. Okay, hit me with the big reveal. Okay, so in 1978, you get the Sour Rebellion, where the People's Democratic Party of, of Afghanistan takes power in Afghanistan. Um, they wanted to... They wanted to, they, or once in power, the PDPA embarked upon a program of rapid modernization centered on separation of mosque and state, eradication of illiteracy, which at the time stood at 90%, land reform, emancipation of women, and abolition of feudal practices. Traditional practices that were deemed feudal, such as usury, bride price and forced marriage were banned and the minimum age of marriage was raised. The government stressed education for both women and men and launched on an ambitious literacy campaign. Sharia law was abolished and men were encouraged to cut off their beards. These new reforms were not well received by the majority of the Afghan population, particularly in rural areas. Many Afghans saw them as un-Islamic un and as a forced approach to Western culture in Afghanistan society. 
Most of the government's new policies clash directly with traditional Afghan understanding of Islam, making religion one of the only forces capable of unifying the tribally and ethnically divided divided population against the unpopular new government and ushering in the advent of Islamist participation in Afghan politics. More freedoms. (laughs) More freedoms. Is what I'm fucking hearing. More freedom. That's crazy. Afghanistan went all more freedom on the people who wanted to basically like not make Afghanistan a shit show. Um, And then the United States was like, yeah, we don't want these people to make Afghanistan not a shit show either. So even though there were like more moderate factions of Mujahideen or or, or uh, communist resistance groups. The United States decided to start funding, along with Pakistan, the most radical ones. <laughs> Which eventually led to the most radical ones fighting in this, the, the Afghan-Soviet war. Some of them fucked off to Pakistan, and they ended up forming the Taliban with more Pakistani funding and possibly U.S. funding. Um, because that was where they got their funding the first time was from Pakistan and the U.S. And, and, yeah. through Pakistan. Right. Um, U.S. money went through Pakistan. U.S. money went through Pakistan to to support the Mujahideen. Right. The pre-Taliban. The pre-Taliban. The unevolved Taliban. <laughs> right. Right. Gee. <laughs> Middlemen are fun. They really absolve so, you of guilt. So, so I, I, I've... I, <laughs> I was really hoping you would touch on this point, but like the modern day stuff where everybody's like, but what about what's going to happen to the women in Afghanistan? Oh, yeah. Like you care. Right. Like you've ever cared. They didn't care. If they didn't care, they wouldn't have fucked around with it in the first place. And they would have just let the PDPA do what they were trying to do in Afghanistan. But you can't do that because they're communists. That's communism. (laughs) No way. How about that, guys? So that is why we were in Afghanistan. How long was that? What was that? What was the last date you gave me? 1978 was the date of the Sour Rebellion. 78. Wow. Three years before I was born. So 42 years. We've been fucking around with Afghanistan. 42, 43 years we've been fucking around with Afghanistan. 40 plus years we've been fucking with Afghanistan. I thought it was only 20. If, if 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 you want to look into some of the operating costs of Operation Condor, the first year was like five hundred thousand in like nineteen eighty dollars, and then like up to millions per year. Yeah, and to this point, we've spent trillions of just the past twenty years. Right. Imagine what we could have done with that money. I wonder if Michigan would have better roads, like. <laughs> At all, or I wonder or if, if we'd be, you know, green energy, green, green electric cars, <laughs> you know, green energy, electric cars, um, maybe some universal health care. How big is our national debt? Maybe uh, trillions. How many though? Uh, I mean, I stopped looking because I <laughs> because wonder. it was it was it was trillions twenty years ago. <laughs> it was like nine think... trillion dollars the last time I checked, and that was like nine, and that was like literally twenty years ago. 
Okay. In the, in the, I think the figure I saw was that we've spent five trillion or something in the last twenty years. Cool. So if you count the uh, the twenty before that, I wonder if that's almost our entire national debt. Like, of course, we'd find other stuff to borrow because we're Americans and that's what sure. we fucking do. Sure. Um, but that's a that's a big chunk. Universal college. Not to mention the education. emissions that we're <laughs> we're blowing off over there. Sure. Want to talk about climate change? Right. Fifty-five. <sighs> 55th country in pollution, the U.S. military. I wonder how much of that is on operations in Afghanistan over the last 20 years. I don't know. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? You okay? You all no. right over there? No. You're I'm right? very frustrated. <laughs> Stuff makes me angry. 43 years. 43 years we've been there. And we've only been talking about the last two. Guys, there's a lot of history here. I mean, really, honestly, with Afghanistan, when you're talking about Afghanistan, there is a lot of, like, intricate, deep, rich history. There is a lot going on in Afghanistan's history from prior to us showing up, right? And a lot of it is, like, the temptation that I had to stifle to keep from going down that rabbit hole because I knew I had to have a cutoff date of something relatively recent in in the history of Afghanistan— that rabbit hole is fascinating. Um, and I encourage everybody to go down it because I will be. Um, but for the purposes of this pod, I limit it to why we were there. There's a jumping off point. <laughs> yeah. Why we were there. 43 years. And that's just the start. Delightful. So it's been a lot longer than the last two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In case you were wondering. Yeah. Uh, at the very least, four presidents have had us in this country, and uh, Biden won't pass it on to a fifth. But he's going to go ahead and botch the evacuation, so we'll see how long that takes. I really, I really hope that everybody there stays safe and can can get to safety. This really sucks, and I hope we see something better. You know, going forward, he said he's going to keep troops there till everybody gets out. I guess we'll see. If the prompter yeah, right. holds true to the action, because, well, nope. <laughs> right. So far, we're, we're, we're not showing a lot of wins on that one. At all. Well, so thank you so much for checking us out today. This has been Deviants. Welcome. You can check out more episodes and get access to the latest everything on our website, volatilepatients.com. Sign up to the mailing list to tell us what kind of topics you'd like to hear. Check out the sock meds if that's your thing. Facebook.com slash music. Uh, at V-O-L-A-T-Y-L-P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E on Twitter because they did not give us enough characters. Twitter. And at volatile underscore patience spelled normally on Instagram because Instagram did give us enough characters. Thank you, Instagram. Check out the Deviants Welcome Facebook group where you can continue the discussion with us. And remember to give us a review on Apple. This has not just been the last couple of years. This has been a lot longer and everybody seems to be doing a whole lot of bitching about what's going on now without paying attention to why we were there in the first place. And I think that's really where we need to be putting the overwhelming focus. This was a big waste of time if you're talking about it in terms of results. Right. Waste and of time, waste of money. I think, I think the thing that is the most important thing to take away from all of this is when we really dig way into the backs back end of why we were there in the first place and what what we see as a result of that 40 years later what we're going to end up seeing 40 years in the future for 
similar type of projects that have been, you know, spouted about in the past couple of years here. Now, something to keep in mind for what the future could look like if history repeats itself, which, as we know, it's going to. It's going to. Because we're not going to we're not going to put all this money. We're not spending on green energy or anything that would be smart and with that we will see you next week say bye to the people sell bye the people <laughs>